Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Daily Power Parsha. Today is Wednesday, March 30th. I am Rabbi Ari, and you are who you are, and I'm excited to see you all today. All right, let's, uh, let's jump in. Torah portion this week is, of course, Tazria. And in this Torah portion, we started off talking about the laws of purity and impurity vis-a-vis childbirth. Then we segued, hey, Joy, welcome. Then we segued over to the laws of tzarat, um, sometimes known as biblical leprosy, but it's a spiritual malady that comes as a result of various indiscretions. For most, the indiscretion of Lashon Harav speaking ill of another. So in the Torah portion, we get into the really nitty-gritty details of you know, what constitutes tzarat, and how Tzarat is diagnosed positively, how it's identified. And this is really information that the Kohen, the one who actually diagnoses the Tzarat, either as positive or negative, would have to know cold. So when somebody says, hey, I got this thing on my skin, can you take a look? The Kohen would have to know Tzarat, not Tzarat, or pending, right? Either it is or it isn't, or we got to wait and see, it might be, right? Three options. And so the Torah described various colors, various sizes, various depths, various other indicators that might indicate it, if it is or isn't Tzarat. So today we look at the next category of skin lesion. And we'll see what the Torah has to say about it. So let's jump right in. Torah portion, Tazria, as you see here at the top. Fourth reading, Leviticus chapter 13, verse number 24. So the Torah says the following. If a person's flesh has a fire burn on its skin and on the healed area of the burn, so it seems like we're talking about literally somebody got a burn on the skin, and on the healed area of the burn, there is a reddish white or white beheret. Okay, so there's this, there's this reddish white or white splotch. Hold on, give me a second here. I have a chumish to quickly take a look at. Um, yeah, Baharat is, um, I believe it's like a splotch or a streak or whatever it is. Okay, then what should happen? And we're going to look at Rashi soon. What should happen? The Kohen shall look at it. And behold, the hair, and this is of course if, right? This is a, a, a possibility. If the hair has turned white in the Baharat, so like in that area of discoloration, if the hair inside that area, let's say it's hair on the arm or whatever it is, has turned white and its appearance is deeper than the skin, because again, as Rashi told us yesterday, so when you have um, white that appears against the color background, the white sometimes looks a little bit deeper. So if it looks deeper than the skin, then it is sarat. In that case, yeah, that's a positive identification. It is sarat, which has spread in the burn. So the Kohen shall pronounce him unclean. It is a lesion of Tzarat. That is what it is. Let's continue with the next scenario. But if the Kohen looks at it, and behold, there is no white hair in the Baharat. So there is the discoloration. Remember, we're talking about a scenario where there's a fire burn, and in the hilled area, there's a reddish white or white splotch or blotch, right? But there's no white hairs in that area, in that blotch or splotch. And it's not lower than the skin, so it doesn't appear to be sunken in the skin, and it is dim, it's kind of faded. 
Then the Kohen, so now he's not sure. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. We got a pending status. So the Kohen shall quarantine him for seven days. And the Kohen shall look at it, once again, second examination on the seventh day. If it has spread on the skin, then the Kohen shall pronounce him unclean. It is a lesion of Tzorat. So if in those seven days it spreads, you got it. You got the Tzorat. You got it, officially. Um, but if the Bahara remains in its place, not increasing on the skin, and it is dim, it is a se'eth of the burn. Se'eth of the burn. In other words, it's just a discoloration of the burn. And the Kohen shall pronounce him clean. It's just a wound that's healing. Remember, the guy got burned, and now there's discoloration. So is it the burn or is it sarat? That's the question. It depends on what it looks like. Is it spreading? Is it not spreading? If it's not spreading, if it looks dim, if there's no white hair, if it if it's, um, doesn't look deeper than the skin, you quarantine. If after the seven-day quarantine, nothing changes, it's just as it was, it's still dim, it hasn't spread, Sa'it. It's just the discoloration of the burn, and the Kohen shall pronounce him clean, because it is the scar tissue of the burn. This may sound familiar to what we covered yesterday, because essentially it's the same, it's the same law. But yesterday, if you recall, we talked about not a burn, but an infection. Remember we spoke about that? If someone got injured, got an infection, and then on the infection, something else appears, but it was the same, the same protocol with the infection as the burn. Yet the Torah divides it into two categories so that we understand that they are, um, they are um, examined independently. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi actually states this, what I just told you. Um, okay, Rashi on verse 24 about the burn. When the burn healed, the area changed to become, this is again a, a scenario, that when the burn healed, the area changed to become a blended baharet of white, a splotch or blotch of white and red or pure white. The signs of a burn, now, now Rashi makes a comment. It really should be a paragraph break here. The signs of a burn and the signs of an inflammation infection are the same. In other words, the protocol when uh, a discoloration appears on a burn, which is today's topic, or, or whether it appears on an, a post-infection, which was yesterday's topic, the laws, the protocol is the same. So Rashi asks, if so, why does Scripture separate them into two sections? It could have just said, if it's a burn or infection, this is the protocol, and just group them together. Why two separate conversations? Rashi answers to teach us that they do not become combined with each other. In other words, you cannot combine the areas to each other, i.e., while a gris, the area of a bean, is the minimum surface area of a lesion for it to be deemed unclean, if a lesion the size of half a gris, half a bean, emerges in inflammation, and another size of half a gris, half a bean in a burn, they are not judged as though a full gris of lesion has emerged. And I feel like I probably need to explain what Rashi just said, but it's very, very interesting. Basically, what is the minimum size of tzarat? Below which the cone will say, "That's you go home, you're fine. It's the size of a bean. And I know what you're thinking. Beans come in different sizes. They're small beans, right? Barley, is barley a bean? I don't know. Anyway, there's small beans, and then there's larger beans, kidney beans, whatever it is. All right, maybe take an average size bean. If the discoloration is larger than a bean, now we're concerned. If it's smaller than a bean, called in Hebrew gris. If it's smaller than a bean, don't worry about it, it's fine. 
Does that mean if it's smaller size, it's not saras? Correct. Nothing to they worry have about. Not committed lashon hara. It means that it's not sarat. I we don't know what's going on. You know, who knows what person has done, but it's not. It's not deemed to be sarat. I mean, that's what's interesting. Does that mean like? Are there certain different levels of Lashonora, you know? And how, how exactly this is administered, I don't think anyone has the inside scoop. It's just in general, it comes from Lashonora. Um, does it mean that someone who never got Surat, never back in the day, never spoke Lashonora? I don't know. Maybe there's another calculation. Who knows? It, 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 you know, there could be other factors. You know, we're discussing Sunday mornings, right? You get blessings, but maybe they don't reach the, uh, the recipient, you know, possibly. So who knows what happens in the, you know, uh, along the way. But so here's sometimes, if, sometimes then on the opposite, maybe someone was committed and you, the person is not afflicted with... Could be, could be. I mean, we should assume the best about people. So let's, just, let's, let's be positive, but who knows? I mean, I can't say either way. But here's the point. Let's say... There's less than a gris, less a ha- half a bean size in, in inf- a post-infection and, and a half a bean size post-burn on the same arm. He got a burn and an infection, and now there's a discoloration here and there. Each one is a half a bean. Can you combine them? Can you combine the half a bean to make a whole bean and say, oh, that could be tzarat, you got a full size. So that's why Rashi says the Torah separates them into two categories. Each one is judged independently. A half a bean in the burn, no problem. A half a, half a bean size, right? In the burn, not a problem. A half a bean size in the infection, not a problem. And you don't add them together, right? You with me? You don't add them together and make a grand total. That is Rashi. All right, back inside. Rashi thus adds a very important feature. Each, each um, uh, skin discoloration is judged on its own. You don't start combining it and take the square footage, if you will, of, you know, across the, uh, across the various areas. Each area is, is, is explored on its own. There are no Rashis on the rest of the reading, and probably it's because it's fairly familiar with what we discussed yesterday. Essentially, it's like this. Whether it appeared the discoloration, it's, which is white or whitish-reddish streaked, whether that discoloration appeared after an infection or after a burn, it's the same thing. If it's, um, if it's fairly bright colored, if it looks deeper than the skin, if there are white hairs growing it, you got a problem, it's Surat. If it doesn't have those three features, there's no white hairs, it's dim, it's not bright, it's dim, it's, it doesn't look lower than the rest of the skin, then there's a quarantine period for seven days. If after those seven days, um, it's getting bigger, it's Surat, if it hasn't changed and gotten dimmer or still stayed dim, then it is clean, negative, no Surat there. All right, let's move on. We're going to do one more reading. I want to get ahead a little bit so we can do the Haftar this week. So let's do reading number five. Again, similar topic, Surat, just different, different uh, versions. Okay, Leviticus 13, verse 29. If a man or a woman has a lesion on the head or on the beard area, right? So either on the head or the area of the beard. The Kohen shall look at the lesion and behold, its appearance, again, if the appearance is deeper than the skin and, it is, and in it is, a, th- is thin, a thin golden yellow hair, 
Interesting. Uh-oh. No, and a thin golden yellow hair. It's a little white. The Kohen shall pronounce him unclean. It is a netek, which is sarat of the head or of the beard. If you're wondering what is netek, that's the word for sarat that appears on the head or the beard. Literally, the Torah defines, us, defines it for us. So again, let's just recap. If you get sarat, sorry, if there's a discoloration that appears on a part of the head that might have hair or could have hair, theoretically, right? Top of the head or beard area. So there's a discoloration in the skin, and now you have a thin golden yellow hair, or thin golden yellow hairs, plural perhaps, growing in that area, then that is classic case of netek, which is sarat of the head or of the beard. However, but when the Kohen looks at the netek lesion, and behold, but if, right, when he looks at it, and behold, its appearance is not deeper than the skin, and there is no black, oh, there is no black hair in it. No black hair. We were talking about thin golden yellow hair, okay? But let's just, there's no black hair in it. Okay, a little plot twist there. The Kohen shall quarantine the person with the netek lesion for seven days. We're not sure yet. Something's going on, but we don't know if it's Sarat or something else. Quarantine for seven days. And the Kohen shall look at the lesion on the seventh day. And behold, if the netek has not spread and no golden yellow hair was in it and the appearance of the netek is not deeper than the skin, so everything seems cool, so then he shall shave himself, cut the hair from that area where the netek appears, but adjacent to the netek he shall not shave. And the Kohen, right, so for example, if it's on the top of the hair, you cut the hair you shave the hair down to the skin where the skin discoloration is. You leave the surrounding hair. That's an awkward haircut, okay? I always joke when I give my kids, you know, one of the things, okay, let's just, um, actually, let's, let's finish this first and then I'll, I'll share my anecdote. So he shall shave himself, but adjacent to the netic he shall not shave. And the coin shall quarantine the person with the netic again for seven days. This is the second quarantine. So quarantine one was because, I don't know, it didn't look so... Um, it didn't look so, uh, so deep or so whatever it was. It didn't look so pronounced. He looks at it again in seven days and it hasn't spread. There's no golden hair. It's not deeper than the skin. So he shaves that area where, this, where the hair is on, uh, where, the, where the skin discoloration is, and now goes into quarantine again. So just, just a quick anecdote. One of, the, one, of, one of the things that emerged from COVID for our family is that I now give our kids, at least the boys, haircuts. It's a thing. It's the thing. Remember, you couldn't get a haircut, so I bought a machine on Amazon or whatever, and, and I learned how to you know, give haircuts. Very easy. Very easy when there's no styling involved. I put on the, the four setting, right? I just you know, buzz it off. I mean, not buzz, but you know, take it off. I use a little, like a closer buzzer thing to get the back of the hair. I use a scissor to cut the pace. You know, you have a little bit of extra hair down here. That's the style. That's the Torah says you should do that. Men should do that. And we're done. One of the jokes I pull from time to time, I, I'm sure the kids don't find it funny, but I do, so that's, it is what it is, is I'll take the, um, the thing and go down the front, you know, the center, and then like hit the button, hit the power button halfway through. I'm like, oh no, it just stopped. And they're like, oh no, what happened? I'm like, oh, just kidding. And then continue. So the point is that if you get like, you know, buzzed and then the machine breaks and, or the machine stops, you have the rest of the hair is, is, is longer and then you got a buzz thing in the middle, 
that might be a problem. This is exactly what the Torah is saying to do in this scenario because we have to take a look at the skin. We have to get a better look at the skin. So shave that area, leave the surrounding area with the hair, and now we can take a look and see what's going on. So let's see what the Torah says to do now. Okay, um, then the Kohen, verse 34, then the Kohen shall look at the netek again on the seventh day, the next seventh day, which is day 14. And behold, the netek did not, if the netek did not spread on the skin, its appearance is not deeper than the skin, the Kohen shall pronounce them clean. So if after 14 days nothing has changed, he's good, he's fine. And he shall immerse his garments and become clean again. That immersion happens, as we saw Rashi before, because he was quarantined, suspected as a Mitzorah, somebody with Tzorat, uh, all right, you got to go to mikvah. You got to go to mikvah, and 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 that's it. But if the netek spreads on the skin after he's been declared clean, subsequently it spreads. And how do you know that it spread? It's easy to tell, right? Because you see that the discoloration is creeping into the area where the hair was not cut. Are you with me on that? Yeah. Because remember, they, they only shaved that area of the discoloration. They kept the surrounding hair. Well, if you see the discoloration spreading into where the hair uh, was left, then you know it's been, it's spread. So if it spreads, the Kohen shall look at it. And behold, the netic has spread on the skin. So the Kohen need not examine for golden yellow hair. It doesn't matter. As if it spreads, unclean. It is unclean. But if the appearance of a netic has remained the same, or if black hair has grown in it, uh, the netic has healed, he is clean, so the Kohen shall pronounce him clean. All right. So that's about the hair and the beard area. If a man or a woman, next case, has spots on the skin of their flesh, white spots, the Kohen shall look, and behold, there are dim white spots on the skin of their flesh. It is a bohak pigmentation, which is spread on the skin, he is clean. If it's just white spots, not a problem. FYI. White spots, not Surat. That's not, that's not what that is. So let's take a look at Rashi's, and then I'm going to close it out because I actually have something at uh, right around now, starting in a few minutes. Um, so here we go. On the hair or beard, Rashi says, Scripture comes to distinguish between a lesion and a place where hair grows and a lesion in a place of flesh. Namely, that in one case, when it's on... And we've been talking so far about uh, a lesion on the flesh. Today, in this fifth reading, we introduced the, the tzarat, or the discoloration that appears in, the, on the, in an area of hair. So, what's the difference? In one case, um, on the, when it comes in the flesh, the sign of, unclean, of, unclean, of uncleanness is white hair. Well, in the other case, when it's the, when it's, uh, the hair area, the sign of un uncleanness is golden yellow hair. So, one, in one case, it's white hair. In the other case, it's golden yellow hair. Okay. Um, so if he sees golden yellow hair, meaning that the black hair in it has turned golden yellow, what do you do if somebody has blonde hair? I don't know. But if the black hair turned golden yellow, that's a problem. It's a netek. Netek is tzarat on the hair area. Uh, but if there's no black hair in it, thus if there was black hair inside it, he is clean and does not require quarantine. Aha, that's it. For black hair, that's why it says black hair. For black hair in a netek is a sign of cleanness, as the verse says, or black hair is grown in it, the netek is healed, he is clean. So if it's black hair, in other words, if the person has black hair and there's black hair in that area, nothing to worry about at all. But if there's not black hair, but it's not so dim, but it's, but it's somewhat dim and it, it doesn't look sunken in, then that's worthy of quarantine because we're not sure. But if there's black hair in it, it's not even a question, he is absolutely clean. 
Um, the net that did not spread, thus if the net that did spread or if it had golden yellow hair in it, he is unclean. If anything changes colors, that is a, a, a red flag or a, a, a tzarat flag. He shall shave himself around the netta, but adjacent to the netta he shall not shave, i.e. he shall leave two hairs close to it all around in order that any spread of the netta will be discernible, as I said, so that if it spreads, it will pass the hairs and go out to the shaven area. Okay. Um, yeah. From here, we know only that the, net, the lesion is pronounced unclean if it spreads after dismissal. How do we know that it is unclean if it spreads at the end of the first week of quarantine or at the end of the second week? Scripture uses the expression, it spreads, spreads, denoting, denoting that he's unclean if it spreads in any case. Now, no matter when it spreads, he is unclean. Um, okay, let's continue. Rashi, black hair. Take a quick look-see. Um, how do we know that even yellow or red hair, which are not golden yellow, how do we know that that is also um, a sign of non-tzarat? Because scripture says, v'seir shachar, black hair, but here meaning, or if black hair, uh, instead of using, oh, I use the vav, inclusive, which comes to include yellow or red hair, and the netic signs of cleanness, just like black hair. In other words, whatever the normal color, and this answers the question that I had before, whatever is the normal color of hair, if that's the color inside this, um, this skin discoloration on the hair area, then it's fine. It's not serrat. It's only when the hair actually changes colors in that area, that's when it's a problem. It's only when it changes to become gold and yellow that it's a problem. But if it was already, you know, blonde or gold, whatever it is, it's fine. Um, the appearance of gold. Okay, Rashi gives some grammar here. Um, an unclean person who the coin pronounced clean is not clean. Okay, fine. Spots. All right. Here we go. Um, it is a bohawk, like the whiteness that appears in the flesh of a red man called rosso in, in French, Italian. Okay, between the areas of his redness, flesh color. The white pigmentation, this white pigmentation is called bohawk, just like a freckled man whose skin between one freckle and another shines brightly with pure whiteness. Basically, you got freckles or spots in the skin, but it's not serrat. Okay, that takes us to the end. It, it's, what are you going to do? Today is a very technical reading. I would be interested to see what Daily Wisdom has to say. Joy, did you see anything interesting in Daily Wisdom? Maybe, maybe not? Yeah, they, they talked about uh, the difference between the flesh can indi indicate an overabundance of Holy Spiritual en energy, and you've got to have a balance between the spiritual energy and being humble. I like that. I it. mean, it's kind of confusing. I feel like these people need to go to a doctor. Is yeah, the heartbreak of psoriasis. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of dermatology um, cohane overlap over here. It's like uh, maybe it's just straight up an infection, and you really need to get that seen, or it could be tzarat. But what's interesting is again, this was something that um, I think becomes even more important to look at when a person does have, let's say, the burn or the infection. You know that it's it's okay. Let's let's see. Is this normal burn infection stuff? Or is there also like a spiritual element here as well that needs to be taken care of? Look, this is what we might call holistic medicine, right? Holistic, we're healing everything. We're healing everything, body that and soul. That would be Lashon then, if it's from an excess of spirituality. I, this I don't know. I, I would have to look at that insight. That's a, it sounded very interesting. Look, to, to be continued. I mean, check it up. It's on, is it Chabad right, or It's confusing. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask, I mean, that I'm, I'm intrigued by this whole notion, I, you know, because I feel it's something that goes on today, that there's too much of it 
And I'm intrigued. I'm wondering if there was a lot going on then, but now this insight that maybe it's on the other coin. So that, you know, too much spirituality, I mean, that would kind of make sense. Yeah, too. look, t nowadays we're so spiritually um, it de desensitized that it doesn't really break out on the skin. It breaks out in other areas, but it doesn't emerge on the skin. It's not skin deep. It's deeper than that, as I said a few days ago. So, look, we, got, we definitely have a lot of work to do. I have to run, unfortunately. Sorry about that. Yeah, I, gotta, I would like you yeah. to read it. You can explain it to us, what it means. I, I, that's a good, okay, deal, deal. I will make a point to read it, and I'll see if I can, if I can uh, shed some light on it. All right, uh, more of the story. Um, let's be careful what we say to each other, about each other. Let's not lush. Let's not lush and hurry it up. And uh, with that, we should have health physically and spiritually. All right, we'll see you all. Catch you in the morrow. Take care. Tonight, Torah study, 7.30. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you soon. Take care. <laughs>